you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. It's Tuesday, September 6th, and this is NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the NFL's all-time leader in playoff sex, Willie McGinnis, who's got three Super Bowl rings, two players destined to dominate this week, and one message for Raiders QB Derek Carr. Channel your inner goat, young man. We'll find out what he means by that in a moment. We'll also predict who wins each of the eight NFL divisions this year, and we will preview the big games this week. That's Bucks and Boys, Chiefs and Cards, Chargers and Raiders, Browns and Panthers, Broncos and Seahawks. But first, Two days to kick off between the woulda, coulda, shoulda Bills and the what does it take to be a favorite Rams. Bills favored. Rams disrespected? That's the question for Willie and David Carr. Yeah, the Rams have absolutely been disrespected. When I first saw the line, I don't really look at that stuff a lot. I try to, I try to look at the game and say, okay, what, what's this? how's this going to work out? And I have an idea of who I think. I, th- I feel like the... The Rams, there's no way they should be underdogs in this game. And that's that's just my personal opinion. That's kind of crazy. And I'm definitely um, certain that Sean McVay is using that, you know, in every chance that he gets to talk to his team. Um, but I can understand it. I mean, I understand the Bills are a good football team. They added Von Miller, who was in the building with the Rams. Like, there's a lot of reasons to get excited about the Bills. But I just think there's just a weird feeling. I also agree. I think the Bills are going to win the game. But I would, I would not be surprised if the Rams came out and said, hey, guess what, guys? We're still the Super Bowl champions. You're playing at our house. You're not there yet, not yet, right? And so I would, I would, I would actually be, um, I would be more surprised if this game uh, wasn't either a narrow Bills victory or a blowout by the Rams, like a Rams just like celebration of guess what we're still here. Oh, guess what? My arm, I'm Matt Stafford. It's not falling off. I'm still a pretty freaking good quarterback. You know. Players really don't get caught up in the spreads and points and all those different things. And you have to understand, when you look at it from Buffalo's point of view, this is a team that a lot of people have anointed to be in the Super Bowl for the last three years, let alone this year, the last three years. And they've come up short. And some of these games that they've lost have left, you know, according to Bruce Smith, Hall of Famer who was on our show, a nasty, nasty taste in their mouth. When you have a team that did not lose a lot in the offseason, who got better in a lot of ways, whether it's the running game, running backs, defense, pass rushers, bringing in receivers, whatever the case may be, and the system on both sides of the ball is consistent, that makes for a tough, tough football team, especially when you didn't reach the expectations that not only you had for yourself, but everybody had. It's disappointing. So... Looking at the Rams, they won the Super Bowl. They've lost some talent, but they also gained some really good, some really good players. But it's a longer season. Anytime you go all the way to the Super Bowl, it's a short, short offseason. A lot of guys don't, for your first time winning it, don't know how to turn off the celebration switch. 
right? So you go further. You want that break. You want to celebrate. It's time to relax now. But you can't because your offseason is way shorter. But a lot of guys ride that wave, which I've been guilty of. In 01, we kind of rode that wave too long because nobody gave us a chance. We were the underdogs. We pulled off the big upset and we won. So we rode that offseason wave a little too long and didn't even make the playoffs the very next year. The Rams are not a surprise anymore. People know they're a very good football team. Um, They are well coached. They are equipped with a lot of good players on their team. But there's different things that you can't really understand until you experience it. And one is how to prepare, get back on track, and get going, and forget about what happened last year and start to focus on this year. And you got to get everybody on board to do that. Rams are unfamiliar with that. Bills are familiar with the offseason they've had, which is building on disappointment. Right. They've had to do that, as you said, two, three years in a row. Absolutely. They know the drill. They know the drill. And I think their staff has been disappointed in a lot of ways because they know they're a better football team than what they've shown. And they look at it from, they were, what, a two-minute drive away from winning? 13 seconds. You know, 13 seconds from getting to the promised land of where they want it to be. And uh, that's all... If you're a Bills fan, if you're in the media, if you're a football fan, period, that's all everybody's talking about is the Bills Super Bowl. And so that's a lot of pressure. And what the good coaches try and do is they try to just have you focus on one week at a time, one game at a time, and not think that. But it's, it's so obvious that this team is Super Bowl ready. It's hard not to. All great coaches, including Sean McVay, when you have a really good team, and you win a lot of football games, you got to constantly find different ways to motivate your players. And we did it all the time in New England. I don't care if we had won 21 straight games in a row. Any little thing that the coach threw out there or we found, we used it as motivation because complacency is the biggest form of disappointment and causes teams to lose games, complacency. And you get used to things. You think things are supposed to have happen a certain way, and it doesn't. So it's the coach's job to ruffle your feathers, to keep you on your toes, to let you know that you may not be as good as you think, even though you may be, um, and constantly find those motivational little tricks. and uh, We call them the Jedi mind tricks to keep guys fired up, whether it's articles, whether it's somebody said, whether it's pulling down bad plays. Could have won by 30. We're going to pull down all the bad plays and show it to you. Or, you know, simply having remarks or comments to players in the locker room or whatever to get those position leaders fired up, to get their group fired up, whatever it takes. Sean McVay understands that. Still to come on NFL Total Access, the podcast, eight NFL divisions, eight division winners. Who will they be? And would you believe me if I said that neither combatant in last year's AFC championship game makes our list? Chiefs and Bengals fans beat the rush. Get indignant now. That's not far off. But let's turn now to a two for Tuesday special. Two special guests. Royalty. In the form of King Henry. Titans RB wonderful Derek Henry. And to get us started, a Bills ledge. A gold jacketeer. Andre Reid. Oh, creeping just a little bit closer to the opener. You know, the schedule comes out. Everyone's like, oh, how are we going to open up the season? How about a Thursday night battle between two of the best teams 
in the NFL. One that's coming off a Super Bowl win, another that's actually thinking about getting there, and there's no one better to talk about that from a Bills perspective. All fame wide receiver Andre Reid is with us right now. Is this the most optimistic you've been about a team since you played, a Buffalo Bills team since you played? Definitely. I've been optimistic the last five years. Um, you know, what they've done upstairs in the, in the front office, trust the process. Sean McDermott's done a great job. Brandon Bean has done a great job assembling this team, getting the right players around the quarterback. And that's, uh, you know, it seems like the league is all about the quarterback, and it is, and you need those guys around that quarterback to make the team good. So very optimistic about this year. Yeah, there is a nice little one-two punch, speaking of the quarterback and Josh Allen. He and Diggs have this chemistry, and in some ways, and Bill's Mafia knows what I'm talking about here, but mm-hmm. reminds us a little bit of, of you and Jim when, when you guys yeah. were out there. Yeah. Are there some similarities, things that you see in terms of that chemistry? No doubt about it. They, they believe in each other, and every time you see them practicing, they're having a lot of fun, and uh, it seems like, uh, and they do the things probably that when nobody's watching, you know, saying after practice, extra routes, little intricacies that both of them need to see. So uh, not only are they having fun together, but they, they enjoy each other. And that's, uh, that's what you need to have, uh, especially that position, is you enjoy each other and you're going to help me, I'm going to help you, we're going to win. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty cool, too, because, you know, I just think about, not to make you feel old, but I do believe think about oh, you yeah, thanks Kelly out there and yeah. all those Super Bowls and four Super Bowls for you guys. Mm-hmm. It's tough to get over the hump. Yeah. And this is still a team, you know, it's funny because we're talking about the Rams, right? Like, we've had this conversation on TA where Von Miller gets into that locker room from a Rams perspective. They get over the hump. Now, all yeah. of a sudden, he's wearing a both Buffalo uh, Bills uniform. Mm-hmm. Is there something to getting to that first Super Bowl? Like, what, what does it take to break through? Because this Bills team's trying to do that. Yeah, well, you know, the last couple of years with Kansas City losing twice to them and the AFC Championship game and then last year's game, which I thought next to the game that we played and, yeah. you know, the comeback game was one of the best playoff games ever played. Um, getting Von Miller, obviously, on defense. And then some a lot of these guys that came back settle. Uh, Dewan Jones... Uh, all these guys are going to be there to play well, and they want to be back there. Uh, the only problem I have right now is, is who's going to be that cornerback right now because Tredavious White is not going to be in there this first game and maybe the first two or three games. But they picked up Kair Elam there yeah, in the draft, right, yeah. and he's played well in the preseason. So um, it's going to be uh, you know one of those seasons. You yeah. know you need to have the guys behind the guys, and again Vaughn being that locker room president, Super Bowl champ, MVP. That's going to help out the defense a lot. Yeah, Elam's been physical. We've seen that in that preseason. Mm-hmm. You mentioned White. Pup list added today. First four games of the season, he's not going to be there. How yeah. does that alter that defense? Because it was the number one defense last season. Yeah, well, you got you still got Jordan Poirier back there and, yeah. and Micah Hyde. They're, to me, the best, obviously I'm going to be a little biased, the best tandem safeties in the game. Um, they command everything back there. And then, you know, they make everything work back there, and everybody looks to them for defensive calls. Uh, and, um, you know, it should be pretty good, you know, with those two guys back there. They have played well the last four or five years together. Yeah. Bills were number one in defense last year, yeah. so they should continue that. They just got to go and play. For really sure. do appreciate you stopping by with of us. Of course, of course. Tannehill gets Henry on the right side. There you go. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the show. Arguably the best running back in the National Football League. Derrick Henry, big dog. Welcome to the show. 
Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me. Man, thank you for being here. Now, I don't know if you know it, but you're chasing history this season. You'd be the fourth running back to average 100 yards per game in four for four consecutive seasons. What's your reaction to hearing that? Man, it's, uh, it's a blessing. Um, I have a great O-line, tight end receivers that are willing to block to, for me to have that success. Great coaching staff, and um, I'm just blessed and honored to be in that conversation with some of the greats that have done it before me. Now, I know that the way things ended last season left a terrible taste in everybody's mouth uh, out there with the Tennessee Titans and yours as well. How much of, of a motivation is how the season ended last year? How much of a motivation is that for you guys? Yeah, I know we can't um, control, uh, you know, the past, but I think you just let a few of you, you know, from from, from here and, and, and now on, and that's all we've been doing is preparing and getting ready, you know, you know, for the next opportunity. And, you know, that's all you can do is try to get better on all three phases and all three phases and get each other better. And um and that's what we've been doing, preparing, you know, until we can play, which is uh coming up this week on Sunday. Thank you for joining us, big dog. Yeah, appreciate you having me. Thank you, man. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is NFL Total Access, the podcast, and this is NFL Week One, the preview. MJ, David, Willie, the mic is yours. Take it to him now. Win every rep. Let's go. The all-time series between the Chargers and Raiders favors the Raiders. Let's go! However, recent history favors the Bolts. Feel it, man. Feel it. Energy surging now. Energy is surging. Raiders, Chargers. Herbert with his third touchdown pass here tonight. Fires on the move. Caught by Hunter Renfro. Jackpot, baby. And as he throws, it's stripped. Bosa with a Bosa bolt. Throws to the left. Has a man. Caught. Touchdown, Waller. Boom. Picked off by Derwin James. It's our house. Game over. Chargers knock off their AFC West opponent. One more. So many notable matchups this week, and that one is one that I have circled quite a few times on my schedule. Let's start with the Raiders here. Tay and Derek reunited, but I feel like it is going to have to take a little bit of finesse as well from Josh McDaniels, David. Yes, Josh has a lot on his plate because you add Tay, you add all these pieces, and you you feel really good about it. But for me, as a brother, as a concerned brother, I'm still looking. All right, we just cut our first-round pick, Alex Leatherwood, from last year. We're good. It's fine. The right side was a little bit of an issue. Josh believes, as I also do, having watched my man Willie and his New England Patriots Mm -hmm. and Tom Brady protect that guy for so long, that he's going to be able to shore it up. He's going to be able to hold it down because I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack play for the Los Angeles Chargers. And those guys are going to be coming, so we got to make sure we can protect to be able to get the ball to Waller, to Tay, you know, to Renfro. So that's that's my concern as I go into this thing because that's going to be a a crucial part of this game. I know we're going to have the spotlight on Devontae Adams. A camera's not going to leave Waller. 
you know, and Derwin James, but it's really going to be one in the trenches, as Willie knows. That dude, man, is a chemist when it comes to putting the pieces in yeah, Josh. together. Yeah. Josh. Yeah. And we'll, you have so many weapons over there. What he'll do is he'll put those guys in different positions. And remember, Brady is not as mobile, hasn't been as mobile as Derek, right? Yeah. The ball always came out quick and on time because he puts those guys in position to get open right now. Doesn't need to have huge plays slowly down the field. And you're right. He is going against a vicious defensive front. That front seven is probably one of the best in the league. Yeah, all of them, not just those two ends. Yeah, don't yeah. think about the ends. Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, you got Van Noy's going to be helping on the outside. You got guys up front that can win one-on-one and that demands one-on-one. So I'm just going to say that Josh is used to going against these type of defenses. He'll have something up his sleeve. Josh, but you also got to run the ball. Got to have some yeah, balance. Sure. Yep. Don't forget the Chargers feel away because they just needed a tie in that regular yeah. final game oh, of the season. Y'all didn't to give to it to them. Sure they didn't I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> All right, let's go to Chiefs Cardinals. Ooh. Yeah. What's uh, the pressure level here on Kyler Murray, Willie? Well, Kyler is not doesn't have all of his weapons. Okay, mm-hmm. D Hop is going to be out. Um, Kristen Kirk, Captain Kirk is in Jacksonville. Rondell Moore is a little banged up. We don't know how he's going to be. AJ Green is there. Okay, Marquise Brown is the new addition who they think they'll have that chemistry together. But um, he hasn't performed, and I'm not going to talk about the beginning of the season. He hasn't performed against the really good teams later in this season. And anytime he tries to put the entire offense on his back, he gets banged up, and then it starts to go downhill. A bit more so Kyler Kyler Murray got the big contract he's a good really good football player but he's going to have to do a lot without a lot around him Zach Hurts is also banged Mm. up look I was quick to jump on the language in the contract that talked about him (laughs) not studying film it kind of drove me crazy bothered you a little but I also realized that now he's had to hear that also and he's not happy about it so I expect him to come out and play really well now how's he going to do that Willie touched on a great point. When you watch Kyler, yes, he can make these dynamic MVP-type plays down the field, but that's not going to be what gets them where they want to go. What gets him where he wants to go is taking the quick throw, taking the easy throw, just showing that you'll take the completion. Because so many times when you watch the Cardinals on film, he's reluctant to take that. He wants the big play. Then he gets hurt. He doesn't have Hopkins. He doesn't have some of these guys he used to have. He's going to have to take a page out of what Pat Mahomes is going to have to do without Tyreek Hill. Get the ball to your hand. Get it to your playmakers. Get that defense to back down. Then you can make your explosive plays. And when you're so athletic and good as a quarterback like he is, sometimes you believe in your talent and your skill set, and you try to extend the play to keep going. All right, if you're here for the drama, look no further than Brown. (laughs) Baker, yes, QB1. Does the Browns' defense maybe have a little bit of an advantage here? Absolutely. They know this quarterback. They practice against him, the ones versus the ones. They understand his demeanor. And also the coaching staff, right? When you're a coach and you say, Baker's good in these type of plays. We can use Baker like this, or Baker struggles this way. You know that as an offensive coordinator, so you're going to meet with your defensive coordinator and say, mm-hmm. give him these type of looks. You may disguise. You may bring a safety down. You may give him different fronts. Whatever it is that you know that gives Baker problems that you've had for a few years now, you're going to incorporate defensively. And these defensive players got a chip on their shoulder as well because you're talking, you're talking trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. And Baker's played in a lot of big games in college, in the NFL. He understands this, this environment. But I think that Willie touched on a great point. We saw Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett single-handedly can wreck this football game. You talk about all the stuff that they know about Baker being the Cleveland Browns. Well, that's great. And it does matter. But Miles Garrett matters a whole heck of a lot more yeah. because he's going to maybe possibly be going against young guys. Right. Maybe even a rookie at tackle. So I'm, 
I'm a little concerned for Baker in that regard. Obviously, you want everyone to get their revenge game. You want him to go out there and play well. But, man, he's got a big task ahead of him, especially with Miles Garrett in that defense. Who says it's just revenge for Baker? You don't think the Browns players feel a way about all of this? Good. All right, let's go to Broncos Seahawks, which honestly, I don't, I don't really think it's a revenge game, but I'll get to that in a second. Who's more responsible for oh, the Seahawks Super Bowl appearances? Is it Russ or is it Pete Carroll? David, I'll, I'll come to you on this one first. <laughs> Who's more responsible? I, I mean, I, I think it is Pete. Mm. Obviously, Russ is a great quarterback, and I, I enjoy watching him. I think the, the interesting part for this is just the fact that they actually broke up. I mean, that's kind of a wild yeah. thing because Russ is such a dynamic player. For that to just kind of fall away. You know, usually it's injury. You know, you think about Peyton Manning getting towards the end of his career. Oh, his neck's hurt. Maybe we can't. But this was different, man. This was a little bit different. I think there's a little bit more that we don't really know about in this situation. I'm giving Pete the the credit for turning the Seattle Seahawks into a Super Bowl yeah. team. But, I mean, Russ is a good player. But Pete deserves a little bit. There's been some big right? breakups. Peyton Manning left Indy. Brady left New England. It happens. You know, it happens. Montana yeah. left. I mean, we can keep going. Thing, but what I will say about this is that Pete constructed this team, and I'm going to say team, um, where Russell really didn't have to do a lot his rookie season and his second run season. Heavy, when yeah. they won, And when they won yeah. the Super Bowl, it was run heavy. They ran the football. He only averaged, I think, about 25 attempts in throwing the ball. And his defense was one of the best you've ever seen. Yeah. And special teams, for that matter. Yeah. So when you look at the team and, it's to- and, 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 and everything that they put around it, until Russell became dangerous, this team was really, really good. And you got to give credit to the guys in the front he, office and the head coach. You know what's interesting? When he became dangerous, that's when the disconnect started to happen. Ooh. Think about that. Oh. Maybe that's what Pete wants to get back to. It's all right. Right now, let's get you caught up on the latest headlines presented by Lexus. We welcome in NFL media insider Ian Rappaport. Ian, so the game that started off the season last year, Bucks cowboys that's the matchup I want to focus in on here. Starting with the Bucks side of this, because... Chris Godwin seems to be progressing from his knee injury. What's the latest with him? Yeah, I would say I would say progressing significantly. The fact that Chris Godwin was out on the field today without a knee brace was pretty big news. And Chris Godwin, of course, tore his ACL and his MCL week 15. Has been uh, progressing really nicely. I know the team has been excited about where he's at. He's certainly been practicing for most of the summer, but you can never really tell how confident a player is until they really get out there and try to press it and try to do it and try to do it in game-like situations. The fact that Chris Godwin not only practiced today, first day of a game week, that's good, but did so without a brace shows that he has the confidence in his knee that is necessary necessary to be out there. So that also means the Tempe Buccaneers with their souped up receiver core that now includes Julio Jones could have all of the receivers healthy for Tom Brady in week one. Who was that part where you said first day, first practice of a game week? We're in it, Ian. All right, meantime, on the Cowboys' side, I know, I know. We've, we've heard about all of their offensive line issues as we lead up to the season, but now they're bringing in a veteran to help with that. What's the plan for Jason Peters? Yeah, not only a veteran, but a veteran former rival, the longtime member of the Philadelphia Eagles, likely future Hall of Famer Jason Peters, 40 years old, has signed with the Dallas Cowboys on the practice squad, which I know a couple years ago would have seemed bonkers, but makes a lot of sense now. What teams have done with these practice squad slots is let him come in, get into shape. He's been working out, but obviously not in game shape, not in pads, kind of ease into things and get to a point where he can contribute to the line. The reason why Jason Peters is here, of course, is is because of the injury to Tyron Smith. They have Tyler Smith, the first round uh, draft pick, starting at left tackle. Jason Peters will provide really good depth 
So not only that, he will also provide the kind of veteran leadership that Tyler Smith can really benefit from. He is committed to helping this young lineman, and that will help the Cowboys overall. All right, there is a method to this. Just trust the process if you're a Dallas fan. All right, Ian Rappaport, thank you for that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Okay, you were promised division winners and now you are getting division winners. Just maybe not the division winners you expected. Yeah, man. AFC contenders, let's start with the Bengals. No doubt they came far. Surprised the league last year, now they name on the radar. Was swagged out Joe Burrow at QB making plays. In the second year, Phenom receiver Jamar Chase. Who they? The Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill, but Mahomes still the QB though. With Travis Kelsey, the offense still in beast mode. Wait, how was sleeping on the Titans still a thing? When they ain't had a losing record since 2015. Derrick Henry, that's the king. And Tannehill's like a machine. He got 30 wins these last three seasons. Like, what you mean? Look, the Bills can have a ring, but Kansas City keeps stopping them. Josh Allen's on top of it. Rise up for Bills. All right, time to give sports Twitter a little fuel. It's prediction (laughs) week, so it's time now for and the winner is we're going to predict this season's winners. And let's start with the source of my anxiety already, AFC East. <laughs> Willie, who you got taking that division? In the words of my good friend Chris Berman, circle of wagons. I'm going to be back to back with the Buffalo Bills. And I was close. I almost went with the Miami Dolphins. I just got to see how all those pieces fit first. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if the Buffalo Bills don't win a division and get at least to the AFC Championship or close to it, it's a bad season for them. So I think they've problem. retooled. They've gotten better, David. Yep. And they may be the favorite. I agree with you. I actually think the Buffalo Bills. It's interesting that you put the Patriots at four. I don't know why you would do that. But it's, I, I, put, I put whoever. Oh, I didn't know that you said that's how you drive. That's fine. The wow. Bills. The Bills. Okay, yes, the Miami Dolphins. I do like your Miami Dolphins, MJ. I like Tyreek Hill. I like Jalen Waddell. But, man, these guys. Yeah, Von Miller to an already really, really, really good football team, really good defense. James that, Cook. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right now are they going to run the ball a little bit more with Josh Allen and this explosive pass game? It's all about the Bills for me. These guys are just I hear you. tough. You ran me over with the wagon, though. Yeah. Look, to, the bro. Bills have won it back-to-back <laughs> after the Patriots had this whole division in a chokehold for, what, 11 consecutive seasons? Uh, yeah. It's time. But my pick is still the Dolphins, yes. all right? To win it, I'm just we saying know. it now, getting it out that's of my system. Pick. No shock to anyone here. Well, AFC North, who you got, Willie? I'm going with Lamar, Action Jackson, and oh. the Ravens. And the reason why, because they're healthy. Yeah. And last year, they were still doing really well, and I think at the top of the AFC, and still fighting and struggling. Now, there's a lot more at stake. Lamar Jackson has a huge contract that he's trying to prove and get. Everybody's healthy. I think they got better in the draft and in the offseason acquisitions, what they did. This team is tough, physical, and they're complete, and they know who they are, and they're going to play you that way. Yeah, I do. I actually do like the Ravens a lot in this division. This division's yeah. interesting because the, the Cincinnati Bengals were in the Super Bowl. They were. And they, so they ran away with the division, right? Wait, they won it by half a game. 
And that half a game was to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who, by the way, lost a game to the Detroit Lions when Mason Rudolph was playing quarterback. Is that going to be different this year? I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I what? Think these guys ran the division forever. Forever. And I think you're they're going to continue. About, you talking about this is a stuff. different, yeah, this <laughs> is a different era, man. Mike Tomlin, we trust, right? I do. I do like Mike. So, neither of you have the Bengals. I just going back to back. Go back division and champions. Okay. Have to win a division All right. to go to playoffs. I mean, they, to be fair, they haven't won back-to-back division since before I was born, and I'm years old, so, you know, it's been a minute. All right, let's go to the AFC right. South. Right. Willie. Ooh, we just talked about Derrick Henry and everybody, but I think the Colts. I think the addition of Matt Ryan and what they're going to do. This defense is really, really good. Uh, by Shaquille or Leonard, you got to make sure you say his name right. It's not Darius Leonard anymore. Ran by him, and his defense is really, really good. Um, but offensively, led the league in rushing. Had You know, I mean, yeah. sorry. The JK, uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor Johnny left the league of rushing and touchdowns. And when you bring a guy in now that can deliver in crucial situations in the passing game with yep. Matt Ryan, um, I think that gives you the edge. We saw them get to a certain point last year, and they couldn't do that. Yep. Now they got the right men to do that. I agree. And this is all about the run game and that offensive line. And now you have a quarterback in there who's come in and take charge over the, over the entire franchise, basically. And so in that situation, I love it because Matt Ryan has seen enough cover two, enough yep. no defense, not a real good run game. He now has a strong run game. He's going to play pitch and catch. It's going to be one-on-ones outside all day. Yeah. This guy can do that in his sleep. I like the Colts wins. And he won't have to do a lot. No. He won't have to do it. Yeah. Lastly, the AFC West. Ooh. Willie? Oh, it's the Ooh. toughest one, I think, to this pick. This is yeah. tough. This is tough because the Chiefs have ran this division the last few years, right? But there is a new man in town. And it right. is not That's the right. Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, it man. is the L.A. Chargers. <laughs> the Chargers were close. And when I say close, it's by – I'm not looking oh, at – Oh, they're so close. I, I'm not, I'm not looking at – they're not stopping <laughs> the run. But I'm looking at the personnel. I'm looking at the bitter taste that was left in their mouth. We already know what this guy did. Do for 5K, 38 touchdowns. It's good. But it's the good. defense that got better yeah. in a lot of different ways. They got yeah. better in the trenches. They got better at the linebacker position. When you have a defense that can give – that offense, multiple opportunities to yeah. go out and score more points, I give them the edge. This, I mean, obviously this wasn't tough. I'm going to pick the Raiders. It's very clear. Really? Okay, this is an obvious wow. choice. The Chiefs are going to be a little upset about our picks. I'm just going to tell you, Kansas City's going to come after me on Twitter, but it's fine. The Raiders, okay. look, this all this is, right, uh-huh. is just a, it's the weapons on the outside. For me as a quarterback, I don't know how you cover these guys. I literally don't. I mean, yeah, you can say J.C. Jackson. Get some pressure like we talked about early. Mm-hmm. Is there maybe some weaknesses in the in the offensive line? I think Josh McDaniels is going to handle that right. with Derek getting the ball out of his hand. And now you have Chandler Jones along with Max Crosby, who's absolutely a monster. He's relentless in the pass rush game. You add Chandler to the other side of that. You can't double both those guys. No. You get a couple drives back for your offense. I don't see how you can – I just think they start off a little slow because two new systems on both sides of the ball where everything is consistent with the Chargers. Nothing changed. They got a lot better than the Chargers did on defense. I will say that. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh. Contenders in the NFC. Rams steal the chips until they see defeat. Aaron Donald got paid, so the defense gonna be elite. Is this offense even a convo? You tell me what's better than a Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford combo. Come on. 
Here come the Packers, Rodgers back, Devontae gone. But some of that weight could get pushed straight on Aaron Jones. A running back that knows his shine time. How else could you explain wearing a sombrero and shades on the sideline? Tampa Bay, what can I say? But Brady left and now he's back. And when the goat's involved, it's never safe to count him out of that. And finally, America's team is Dallas. Amari's gone, but CeeDee Lamb gonna make sure that it's balanced. Micah Parsons, a once in a generation talent. If Dak is ready, the Cowboys can make something happen. NFC. Let's build some suspense. And the winner is. Yeah. We'll get to those in a minute because we have to first look at the 2021 NFC Division winners. Look at that. Cowboys, Packers, Bucks, and Rams, of yes. course. Who will it be in 2022? <laughs> Emrob, you are on the literal hot seat first. All right, let's go. In and the it's NFC hot. East, who you got? NFC East, I got to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Yes, and I know people are going to say, open oh, the Dallas Cowboys, Dak Prescott got all that money, and you got Jalen Hurts as the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. Look, whenever Jalen Hurts has been challenged, throughout his entire athletic career. Look at this guy's life. He has stepped up to the challenge. This team knows how to run the football. They got a really good offensive line. They got a great front seven on defense. And they got some pesky defensive backs that I think are going to get after a polite offense. Yeah, I actually really like the Eagles more than the Cowboys, but I'm not even going to pick either one of those teams oh, to win no. the division because huh? I'm going to pick the New York football no. Giants. That's right. Daniel Jones, get out. Get excited. Get you know why? off of this field, David. And Willie knows get about back. Brian Dayball, the brilliance of this man. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Well, who's okay. throwing him the ball? First of all, Daniel Jones has completed like 90% of his passes. Really? I don't know what else you want from him yeah, in the preseason. That's a man. And you got Saquon Barkley out there. Oh, I mean, is he not? Good. You yeah. know about yeah. Saquon, Penn yeah. State. I mean, my okay. goodness. He's pretty good. They, yeah. They've got an upgraded offensive and defensive line. I can't wait to watch these guys win the division. Bring it back, New Preseason hey. champs. I'm yeah. going with the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. For all the things that you said, and when you look at a tough physical football team that can win in the, in, in the trenches. You like them. That's Look at the other teams around that can win in the trenches and all the acquisitions they made in the offseason. All those, some of those was to help Jalen Hurts in the yep. passing game. We already know they're the top team in rushing the football, and he has taken a step up in the passing game. We saw that at the end of the season. I love the defense. They're I love the guys. The too. They, they will stop yeah. the run up front, and then they brought in some guys to help at yeah. the, the defensive back position. Yeah. This is a complete team. They are dangerous. Let's all right. Go. Let's get some cool thoughts. Let's go to the north. Oh, and Rob, who do you have North. the NFC North? The North, uh, is Aaron Rodgers still playing? He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I'm going to pick Green Bay as long as <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is still playing, man. But look, I do think it'll look different this year for the Green Bay Packers. Maybe not so much led by Aaron Rodgers' arm. Maybe they're running the football what? a little bit more with their running game. Maybe they're led by defense. Uh, now we they got a, a defensive squad over there, some defensive backs and some great front seven guys. I like what I'm seeing from the Green Bay Packers. I don't know. I agree. I think the, Will, Willie has talked about this. These Green Bay Packers are going to be better on defense. But I also agree. MVP. He's the MVP of the league. He's going to win the division, right? I mean, that's what happens. I know Devontae Adams was a big part of their offense. But this offensive system was, was cooking with LeFleur already before. I mean, they, they they move on with other guys. They'll find guys to get in position off that run, like you mentioned. And that play-action pass is such a big part of their, their system now. It, it doesn't necessarily matter that they lost that guy. They still have Aaron Rodgers win the Ooh, I wouldn't say it didn't matter, but it's going to look different. <laughs> it's going to be different. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be look different. And, and I think the defense is going to be the staple, the foundation. I will never go against Aaron Rodgers. And he's the type of player that can make other players so much better around him and throwing the football and doing the things that he does. But the defense gives you a chance. Up front, they got guys that can get after you. In the passing game, stop the run. Defensive backs, they draft really well this year um, with the linebacker and the defensive tackle. And I think the guys that nobody is think is going to step up. 
on the, at the receiver position is definitely going to step up and play a big role. We already know about Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers and some of those guys. Yeah. All right, this is where I get the sense that things are going to go completely Uh-oh. off rails. Let's go to the really? NFC South, Rob. Oh, yeah. NFC South. Ooh, this is this was a <laughs> tough one for me, but guys. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to go with the New Orleans Saints. Yes, okay. without Drew Brees. Like actually. With Jameis Winston, I think this roster, guys, is made to win. I think you have Alvin Kamara. You have the new group of receivers with Michael Thomas returning. Chris Olave, first-round pick, you know, out of Ohio State. And Jarvis Landry coming on home. This offense can be explosive. And they're not scared of Tom Brady, even when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are healthy. So, uh, at the end of the day, uh, yeah, I got it. Oh, okay. And? All right. David. I'm going to do it to you guys again, okay? The Atlanta Falcons are going to win the NFC South. I don't know what it is. Really looking at. It's kind of crazy. It it's like, super hot out here. Mariota looks fantastic. Uh-huh. We need uh, they're going to run the football. Yeah. Kyle Pitts, who's going to cover him? Yeah. Literally, who's going to cover him? How about the 11 guys on defense? <laughs> I'm just saying, they look fine with the Bucs. I mean, the Bucs, they're working through some things right now. They are. Tom Brady had to take wow. a little hiatus because he yeah. was so concerned. It's, a, it's, it's a hot so take. fast. It's David, warm out here. Somebody bring an ice pack and some water for my man. fine. These guys need some water. Marcus looks great. I'm going to go with the Bucs. You know what? It was close between the Saints and the Bucks, I, I like what the Saints are doing. I think they improved at the receiver position and all of their defense. What, 6-1 and one against the Bucks in the regular season, but it's yeah. the playoffs that I look at and moving forward, right? And the Bucks will remain the team in that division because they didn't come, Brady and all these guys didn't come back just to win a playoff game. They came back for Lombardi. Mm. All right, let's guys get paid. a little closer to the heat wave. <laughs> NFC West, Emrom. NFC West, oh. man. You know, I, I want to say Seattle so bad. Do, do you? I, I do. I, I want a Super Bowl with you. Know, but you ain't, you ain't suffering from the heat yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> it's just, I, I, it's I, just I, hot I, over I, here. It's just day. It's just hot over different. here. You know what I'm saying? I got to go to San Francisco 49ers. And, yes, okay. I know they got some quarterback. You know, they got a new quarterback in Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo just signed that new restructured deal. Now he's back in the building as a backup quarterback. But when you look at this San Francisco 49er roster, yes, it's a Super Bowl winning roster it right is. now. It is. Okay, and I really think the movement and the skill set of Trey Lance will help Kyle Shanahan call an easier game. That that almost is what got me over the hump and not being able to pick the Super Bowl champ Rams in this division. Just because Trey Lance and his run game, I, I, I'm interested to see what Kyle Shanahan does, but it's the Rams for me. I got I to gotta pick the Rams. Better runner and a better passer than what they had down yeah, the field. You know? it's it's mm. And I think the 49ers is going to be dangerous in this Super Bowl or have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl. But I got to go with the team that home is right there. The Rams. They got better in the offseason. Still to come this week on NFL Total Access, we're getting specific about all the Week 1 games. We're picking winners, we're predicting scores, and we're putting some Week 1 favorites on upset alert. But right now, Willie and David pick two players destined to dominate in Week 1. Right now, it's time. We know that sound. Yes, it's do. time for Baller Alert, our Love first it. ones of the season. Week one, give me an offensive guy, Willie. Justin Jefferson. He's with oh, the yeah. Minnesota Vikings and Kevin O'Connell. His new coach came from where? The Rams. Oh, hey, what did they do with Cooper Cup? And that's why he was so excited and confident in the offseason saying, I'm going to be the number one receiver. Huh. Why would I pick the Pittsburgh Steelers to win? Uh, their another Steelers? I don't know. George Pickens, anyone? I like Pickens. This guy, from the time he got yes. drafted in his draft picture, if you haven't seen it, please go Google it. It's amazing. He's just standing there locked in. He's so dynamic. I love his little move off the line on run plays. Mm-hmm. And he'll just kind of quick jam the actual DB and give him a little <laughs> sense of their own medicine. Love that. I love that he goes up and makes plays, and he has all the confidence in the world. Of course, love defenders to get beat up. <laughs> give me your defensive week one baller, Willie. Take a look at my man Sauce. 
Gardner. Great. The sauce Who sauce. else has a sauce named after him? No. And no one. Listen to the description. It's smoky. Yeah. It's sweet and it's spicy. That's too many flavor profiles, really. I get it. But sauce is in a division where they're going to throw at them. You got the Dolphins. You got the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills. True. So they needed. They were bad at pass at pass defense. Yeah, they they went out and got this man for a reason. He's going to get a lot of looks and he's going to show out. I love his demeanor. He's perfect yeah. for New York and he is a baller. Yeah. Well, that name in New York, if he plays well, he could be a legend. Yeah. Literally oh, for right sure. Bus, so. Got his own sauce. Yeah. No, that's really good. There, there was a time when the Carolina Panthers were three and zero last year, and Sam Darnold was running all over the place. Mm-hmm. And they were playing good defense, and it's because of J.C. Horn. Oh, I like Horn. this kid a like lot. Now, there's some clips coming through through training Props. camp. He's locking people up, mm-hmm. even in joint practices. I can't wait to see him back on the field. He's a dynamic player, similar to Sauce Gardner. Right? Yeah. He's a big physical guy, can put his hands on people. He could change the game for Baker Mayfield. Like in the a game changer. changer. Yeah, That's a big accolade. Now I want some of that sauce. Now I'm yeah. very Smoky, curious. I want sweet, sweet, and spicy. And spicy. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for today. Join us tomorrow for some bold predictions for week one in the NFL and a visit from a class act, a great act from the greatest show on turf, Tory Holt. This has been NFL Total Access, the podcast. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 